Coming up, Disney increases ticket prices for the second time in a year. Disney World is turning your leftover food into electricity. And we're announcing a new contest where you could win a seven-day, six-night stay at Walt Disney World that includes tickets and meals for up to four people. And a little later on, we'll give you some tips on saving money on your next Disney vacation. All that coming up. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode number 681 for the week of February 25th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Diz Unplugged, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studios in Orlando, Florida. I am your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi, Kevin Close, Teresa Eccles, Julie Martin, <laughs> and back in the production nook, our producer, Dustin West, along with associate producers, Sean Thompson. And Gregory Williams, and uh, we have got a we've got a lot in this week's show, um, so we're going to get right to housekeeping. Um, and uh, before we get started, we'd like to remind everyone to subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel and uh, our Facebook page and our Twitter feed and everything else. Uh, um, I'm not asking you; I'm telling you, you need to go do this. Okay. And uh, actually, if you head out uh, to disunplugged.com, where our show notes pages are, you will find uh, on the right-hand side of the page the uh, links to all of that stuff where you can subscribe to our iTunes feed and uh, Facebook and all that good stuff. Uh, Especially on Facebook, we're doing a lot of stuff on the Disunplugged Facebook page right now. And uh, the contest that I mentioned before, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit, is going to be involved with our Facebook page. So you're going to want to Go ahead and like us and check that out. Um, and I uh, also want to make, make sure we give a plug to the uh, Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. It has new shows every Thursday. And you can listen at DizUnplugged.com or better yet, subscribe to them on iTunes. Dustin, what's uh, what's coming up this week well, for it, Tom and his team? In this week's show for the Disneyland uh, edition of the Diz Unplugged, uh, Nancy Johnson begins a series focusing on shopping at the Disneyland Resort, and Mary Jo uh, takes a look at the new steampunk exhibit at the Disney Gallery. <laughs> I, I had uh, posted on my Facebook page, uh, our, our good friend and Disney artist Dave Avanzino was part of the steampunk exhibit that was going on at Disneyland last week, and he did this Mickey Mouse watch in that steampunk style that I have to have. I uh, I think it's a one of a kind piece. It was beautiful. I think it was a one of a kind piece, but uh, he he was wearing it, and Tom Bell was there, and I was texting Tom, "Knock him down and take the watch." <laughs> um, that exhibit opened the day after we left. I was really sorry that we didn't get to see it. Yeah, that's it. Looked really really cool. So they're um, calling it the Mechanics of Magic or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So that's uh, this Thursday. Um, DizUnplugged.com, the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Uh, and uh, also, as many of you know, we have Diz Meets around the country throughout the year to help raise money for Give Kids the World. If you are in the Fort Worth, Texas area on March 22nd or the Bridgewater, New Jersey area on the weekend of April 25th, myself, along with several members of the team, will be on hand to say hello and do a live show. 
So come out and have a great time with other Dizzers and help raise money for a great cause. Uh, details on this and everything else we discuss on the show can be found on the show notes page again, dizunplugged.com. Uh, now, Sean, I think you have uh, something for housekeeping. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that we'll be doing another Universal show tomorrow about Mardi Gras. Well, we're doing it today, but it'll be Go live up tomorrow. tomorrow so yeah, they, tomorrow. What is, what's the deal, guys? Oh, we're just... Nervous? No, we're just... Because you know you're, you are live so now, early. right? What is this? What? You are live now, right? <laughs> I'm, a, so. I'm a what? Are we live? Oh, they don't want to go live? They're like are all you? nervous about going live. We're not oh. nervous. We're we, just, got, we got an idea that I got to run past Dustin and everyone. Okay. May, maybe someday. Give maybe. them, give okay. them, pressure them, pressure them, people. Because apparently, you know, my I, my vote doesn't count anymore, so. I don't pay attention they to just roll me I out. They just roll me out for parties. Um, all right, well, but anyway, yeah, it's about Mardi Gras. And we have a special guest, so it'll be exciting. Woohoo! Oh, I'm partial to this special guest. <laughs> oh. She's she's she slept with him. Oh, that just told me who, that was a spoiler. Teresa looked at me like, oh my god. Tell me it wasn't Corey. Who was it? It's Robin Thicke. <laughs> yeah, he left his wife for Julie. Oh my god. All right, thank you, Sean. Kevin, you have something as well. I do. I just want to say thank you to the folks who joined us on The Last Adventures by Disney. We had a terrific group. We had some great guides, and we had a great time. It really was magic. We, we saw some stuff that we hadn't seen before and some stuff that's been improved. If you're interested in joining us on the July trip, we are leaving July 6th. The trip starts July 6th and ends on the 11th. And we have, are you ready? Two spaces left. I just <laughs> filled two, and we only have two more left. Awesome. So it's going to be another great group. As a matter of fact, our guides were telling us they were going to apply or going to ask to be put on that group now. So we had a terrific... Who'd you have uh, this time? Michael and Dean. Michael and Dean, they're there. However, Michael's been running the trips, uh, been guiding the trips in Peru last summer, so he thinks he might be going there again. But again, it's going to be great. Awesome. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, Now, on our last show, uh, we started a weekly poll on our Facebook page, and we asked, is it okay to use a handicapped bathroom or stall when visiting Walt Disney World? Your choices were... One, I will use it regardless. Two, I will use it if a handicapped person isn't waiting for it. Or three, I will never use it. And the results are in. 84% of you said it is okay to use the handicap stall unless there is a handicapped person waiting in line for it. For it. 9% of you said it's okay to use the handicap stall regardless. 7% of you said no, it's never okay. You wait, you wait. Of course, that's the Curb Your Enthusiasm reference. Uh, a lot of people got a kick out of that clip um, we put up last week yeah. uh, in the show notes page from Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's just when I saw that email, it reminded me of that, that episode. Um, and uh, as we promised, we are going to select one winner who answered our poll at random. And that person will get a $50 Disney gift card. And uh, that person is Dennis Lentz. Congratulations, Dennis. We will be in touch with you via Facebook to get your gift card out to you. Uh, We are going to have another poll this week, and that we will give you at the end of the show, so stay tuned. Now, also, as promised, uh, we have a new contest to announce, and uh, Dreams Unlimited Travel is going to be sponsoring a photo contest on the Diz Unplugged Facebook page starting March 15th, running through March 30th. 
You'll be able to submit your best Walt Disney World or Disneyland vacation photo and have other Dizzers vote on the best ones. The photo that gets the most votes wins. Very simple, very easy. Not, uh, no, no judging going on. The one that gets the most votes. Uh, the best Walt Disney World photo is going to win a seven-day, six-night Magic Your Way package plus dining for four at a Disney moderate resort. The best Disneyland photo will win a five-day, five-night package at either the Paradise Pier or Disneyland Hotel in California. That, of course, includes tickets. And uh, you're going to have to like the official Diz Unplugged Facebook page in order to participate. And details are going to be released in the coming weeks. We just wanted to give everybody a heads up. Start going through your photos. You can only submit one photo per person. So please choose wisely. And uh, we plan on doing uh, more contests like this on our Facebook page. We've been having a great time yeah. um, on the Facebook page this past week in particular. And uh, putting a lot of good stuff up there. And asking a lot of questions and getting a lot of feedback, uh, especially on the, uh, you know, we asked our, our, our fans on Facebook uh, to give us their best discount tips. We're going to be including some of that in the uh, the segment we do a little later on. So uh, really, uh, really excited about doing it. So go dig out your best vacation photos, and they have to be your photos. You can't be like, you know, taking official Disney <laughs> photos and passing them off as your own. Um they need to be your photos. You have to take them. You're responsible for that. And if they're not your photos and you win, you're in trouble. Um, but, uh, yeah, it should be fun. We haven't done a photo contest in a while. I think the last one that we did, the photo that ended up winning, we had done this on the uh, the Diz photo post area. The photo that ended up winning was uh, the uh, photo of the guy that pr- proposed to his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, on Main Street, and they oh, snapped the picture in the moment. Yeah, of course you hated that one. Um, and, I want uh, one to win, like of a screaming, crying child having a meltdown. <laughs> I know, that'd be cool. Someone I think fighting. that would be awesome. <laughs> Misery loves company. Is that? I'm just thinking, like, you know, like, I, of course, I was going to submit like photos of the castle and photos of their family smiling no. and being all happy. You want a I child with a really melting Mickey bar? Have, like, freaking yeah, out. exactly. Ear ripped. You know what? You pick your best vacation photo and you submit that, and you let Dizzers vote. <laughs> On which one is the best? Not these two miserable people over here that want like crying children. Real life. It's Let me show misery in Disney World. Yeah, okay. We are not talking rabbits. We are real people. Okay. How you like that, David? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, what the hell was that all about? I don't know half of what's going on today, to be honest with you. <laughs> Okay, I'm never going to hear out of this year again. So there's that. Um, What's that thing you call the levelator, the modulator? What's it called? Yeah, really, does that thing work? I think it's burning. <laughs> the levelator. So, so yeah, we're very excited about our photo contest coming up. So, uh, March 15th through March 30th, and uh, we'll have more details in the coming weeks, the terms and conditions. I do want to mention, and please do not send me hate mail. This is not because I'm just mean to Canadians and people who aren't American. It's the it's the laws that we just can't navigate in these different countries when it comes to giving away prizes like this. Uh, this is only open to uh, U.S. residents uh, ages 18 and older. Um, and I'm sorry, again, it's not, we're not being mean to Canadians and people in the U.K. We love you guys. We could if you wanted us to. But we're not. Um, this is really about what, it, what we're requ- required to do to navigate, so laws in different countries are different, and the requirements are different. It's impossible for us 
um, to to do that without uh, who, whose phone isn't off. I think that was mine. Okay. It's impossible for us to do uh, right now, and I apologize. Uh, it's not personal. Please understand, but this contest is only open to U.S. residents age, ages 18 and older. So with that, we will wrap up housekeeping and move on to Johnny with the news. Good to have you guys back, by the Thank way. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Oh, I, left first... my little, I left my little hand inside. <laughs> Sorry. What a shame. All right. Our first news story. There's your little hand. Disney park prices jump again. As of Sunday, February twenty third, two thousand fourteen, Disney's Magic Kingdom guests will have to turn will have to fork over extra dollars for their theme park admission. Single day tickets for the Magic Kingdom will cost ninety nine dollars for adults and children ten and up. This four dollar price uh, hike keeps Magic Kingdom the most expensive Disney park. A one day ticket for Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and and Hollywood Studios will go from ninety dollars to ninety four dollars. Quote, our pricing reflects the high quality and breadth of experiences we offer and our ongoing commitment to investing in our parks, Disney spokesman Brian Molinius said Sunday. We offer a variety of ticket options and provide a great value and find that most guests select multi-day tickets that offer additional savings. This is the second price hike in less than a year for Disney. Uh, Universal Orlando has raised its prices last summer, a one-day one park ticket to Universal Orlando is now $92. All right. It's something I want to I just want to say. Um, you know, back in the beginning when we started doing the show, I would rail and rant about Disney raising the ticket prices. When is it going to be too much? And um, in recent years, I started saying, look, you know, I'm not going to rant about that anymore because I keep buying the tickets. I keep buying the passes. I keep buying my annual passes. I keep going. So if it's so much money, why do I keep buying it? And now I'm saying that to you. Uh, you know, I, I, I see the people on the boards flipping out. $99. You're going to go. You're going to go anyway. They know it. We know it. Let's just be honest now. Okay? Let's just be honest. You're going to go. So stop it. No, no, and first of all, nobody listening to my voice right now is going to be buying a $99 ticket. Okay? You're not buying a one-day ticket. You're buying the multi-day tickets. And that's what this whole thing is. It's the $99 price that, oh, my God, that's outrageous to make the multi-day tickets look more affordable. Because when you start getting down to five and six days, it's, what, $60 a day, $50 a day, things like that. Depending if you have the park hopper option, the no expiration option, that that all adds to it. Ten-day tickets can be as cheap as $35 a day. Exactly. Exactly. And if it's really, you know, come on. Do you remember when we started this? We talked about someday it's going to be over $100. Yeah, and here it is. Here it is. Uh, interestingly enough, they just Disney just released uh, first quarter results for the parks. Highest attendance ever. Yeah. Highest per guest spending ever. Yeah. So uh, you're right. It's not affecting people's travels. I think However, it's all the runners. It could be. I really think it is. They are increasing that program every year and spending more money on it. So it's definitely. Well, it's turned out to be a great. Uh, it's turned out to be a great thing for them. I think the problem is is that it's like everything else. When something goes up in price, now you have to look at your budget and decide where you're going to cut back. What can you afford? What can't you afford? And I think that's what people respond to, is that as ticket prices go up, what does that take away from? One child stays home. I do want to make sure, though, that I uh, – we're going to mention this uh, again in the discount segment, but I want to make sure I mention it here. Um, one of our official sponsors is the official ticket center. Uh, in uh, in Kissimmee, 
And uh, they are a ticket broker, a legal, legitimate ticket broker with Disney. They buy their tickets directly from Disney. We were informed by them this morning that they are not raising their prices to, until either March 3rd or March 5th. So they still have old pricing on their tickets. So it's an incredible deal right now. Uh, they, all, they sell the multi-day tickets. Um, we will have a link to it in the show notes page. It's also, if you go to the Diz and look at tickets, uh, you see all the pricing there. You see the Disney pricing and the official ticket center pricing. And you can click through, and they will ship those tickets to you. Um, so, you know, or you can go pick them up there at their location. But these are legitimate Disney tickets. I do want to make sure I, uh, um, I, I do full disclosure that I do have a financial relationship with them. Um, but there's a reason I have a financial relationship with them. They're really good. We've been doing business with them for years. These are legit tickets. These are not the side of the road you know, hey, hey, buddy, you want to buy a ticket? And possibly used. Yeah, you know, no, no, no. These are remaining uh, day ticket thing. Bruce Carter, who owns the official ticket center, um, buys millions of dollars worth of tickets from Disney every year. Um, and he is official. He is officially approved by Disney. Disney people come in and, you know, sign his contracts with him and sell him his tickets. So these are the same tickets you get at the park. You can get them from Bruce and literally walk right into the park. It's just a lot cheaper. So I do want to make sure we get that plug in for anybody who's looking at getting tickets. Bruce still has the old pricing right now. Says he's going to have that through March 3rd or March 5th. So please <coughs> take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Buy those tickets. Buy them now. So there's the plug. There you go. All right. Our second news story. Orlando International Airport to become transportation hub with a new train station. Governor Rick Scott announced last week that a train station will be added to Orlando International Airport to make it a first-of-its-kind transportation hub. Quote, it's another great news day in Orlando, Scott said at his press conference. Surrounded by local and state officials, Scott proudly announced he's pledging about $215 million in state tax dollars to Orlando International Airport. The money will go to building a plane, train, and ground transportation hub at the airport. The project will cost $680 million and is expected to generate billions of dollars in revenue for the local economy. Uh, the hub would, would serve as the central station for all aboard Florida's train service. Uh, before trains can get to OIA, an additional 40 miles of rail has to be added to the 200 miles already in place. The, an Orlando to Miami train is slated to operate along the I-95 corridor in 2015. Good news, bad news. We don't care. I don't. Um, sure. I don't care. <laughs> you don't care. I'll believe it when I see it. Where, is it, where does the train go? It runs up and down the East Coast. To Miami. Along 95. Right. Oh, okay. Here's my thing. I said this over and over again. People are tired of me saying it. It's, in my opinion, this is a piece of a bigger puzzle. Right. Eventually, we will see a high-speed train that takes us from the Northeast. No, please don't get started on the on, on the. Uh, I didn't say high-speed rail. rail. I didn't um, say light rail. But we're going to see a high-speed train, something like you see in Japan, Japan or other countries the doing like Christmas. Will there be a dining car? I do not have that okay, kind of information. Because that's the most important part. <laughs> I think that I just I, I, you know what they've been talking about this since I moved here. It's been promised, and every once in a while, something big happens, and we're going to get it. It's going to happen, and then. You know, two weeks later, everybody's thinking, what happened to that? Did it ever? Why yeah, are we not I'm talking not, about it anymore? I, I'm, I'm going to intentionally avoid the political reasons why that happens because I'm just going to get inundated with emails. Um, but it has nothing to do with the viability of, of light rail. It has to do with the Florida legislature accepting money from the federal government for it. And that was the reason it got guilt. Um, 
So I will just leave it at that. But you know, I, I it, it's been it's been so back and forth in in Orlando in particular with the subject of high speed rail, light rail, um, that uh, I'll believe it when they actually do it. Now, right. I will say this: when we, I can buy a ticket, yeah. we have seen SunRail stations being built. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, but SunRail and light rail are two different things. Well, they're going to share the track at some point. Well, we just watched a show on TV the other night where the person was talking about the infrastructure of the United States. And isn't Amtrak kind of in financial straits? Isn't that what I read? Yes. And so the idea that they're now going to go out and rebed a high-speed rail from here to the Northeast, that doesn't sound very plausible. I don't. I mean, someday, you know, well, look, you someday know, probably if, after we're gone. Look, you know what? If they if they if they implemented a system where it didn't take seventy three days to get from Orlando to New York. Um, and it was safer, um, then they might be giving airlines a run for the money. But under the current system, you know, no, Amtrak is in dire straits, and Amtrak is very heavily subsidized by the government. Right. So the idea um, that they're now going to put in a Japanese, you know, bullet train, I don't, think, I don't see it happening. I really don't. Well, you're talking about a train just from Orlando to Miami, right? Well, supposedly, and then it's going to go off to Tampa, right. and you're going to be able to take a spur out to the east coast or the west coast of Florida. Well, I have to say, if I could travel around Florida not by car, that would be awesome. I, I would love it. I see. I, I hope that this happens. This is something that I think is going to be good for everyone. If we can now have you know, uh, uh, an environmentally sound transportation option over uh, flight, I'm all for it. I hope that we do it. I hope that it grows into a a bigger network than it is. I think that's an answer to some of our infrastructure problems, taking cars off the road, you know, things like that. But I wish we're thinking. Absolutely. I mean, I think there's a a lot of arguments to be made for it. Um, But I said the infrastructure. I didn't just mean in Florida. But the bottom line is, the bottom line is, if there is not political will to do it, it will not happen, regardless of what the arguments are for it. And right now in Florida, there is not the political will to do it. I'm not going to comment on the reasons for that. I'm just commenting on the existence of it. There is no political will in the state right now to do it. And until that changes or the legislature changes... Or the governor changes. I know we're God. I know we're we're you know we're trying to tighten this up a bit because we've got a big thing. But what do you think about two hundred and fifteen million dollars of tax revenue being used for a hub at the airport? You know, I went off on this last week about them using uh, this money for this while this governor is going ahead and cutting essential services to the poorest people in Florida. Um. I, uh, you know, I got a problem with their priorities, but I'm going to leave it there. Which is really, I don't want to get into a whole political thing today. I'm just going to leave it there. Personally speaking, I think that money could be used some better someplace else. This is a, a for-profit thing, and these companies and these organizations uh, can afford to do this without government. You know, it's, it's, it's hysterical. It's hysterical. Who wants the handouts? Okay, should be the people who were screaming the loudest about government handouts are the ones with their hands out most of the time. So I'm already going further than I wanted to. Next story. All right. Our next story. Walt Disney World turns food scraps into electricity. Tree-hugging hippies. <laughs> <laughs> Want to know what Walt Disney World does with all your leftover food scraps, Teresa? 
Orlando? There isn't any, but you, go you ahead. Th- I was going to say, really? You think she has to give them mine. You think there are any leftovers on that plate? <laughs> oh, oh <really>? man. <laughs> they make falafel. The Orlando Good Theme Park too. Company recycles it into power for rides. Oh, hell no. If I got to sit here and listen to the cat stories before we do this show, I'm going to be able to take, take shots at her while we're on, on, the, on camera. <laughs> the Orlando Theme Park Company recycles them and puts and puts it into power for rides, hotels, and other needs. Massachusetts-based Harvest Power, Inc. has started a factory at Walt Disney World where it turns all of the park's food scraps collected from plates and other unused ingredients into electricity, electricity, electricity? Electricity. Electricity. and fertilizer for the theme parks. Shutters is running Mount Everest. Electricity, that's his, uh, <laughs> electricity is his hip-hop name. Harvest Power's founder, Paul Sello, said the process is not new, having 40 generators in North America, but the Disney location is the most advanced and costs more than $30 million. The plant, off-limits to the public, is at the receiving end of all the food waste that Disney's government operations wing, Reedy Creek Improvement District, hauls in from the theme park giant's eateries. Liquid leftovers of the district's sewage plant also sent to what the company called an energy garden. This is disgusting. Wait a minute. That's where Teresa Teresa really contributes. The liquid leftovers. Oh, please. This is like... This not, not I've never heard you that know what fertilizer before. is, right? I Willie Nelson was yeah, the first person to is. use this biodiesel fuel, whatever. I've, I've never okay. heard of that before. The Here, liquid here's leftovers. Here's what cracks me up. Charlton. Harvest Power is paid to take in all of, what, all of the wet stuff because it has to be disposed of somewhere. It's pumped into enormous tanks where it's eaten by naturally occurring microorganisms. No, it's then, it's then taken and repurposed as Nescafe. Ew. <laughs> Told you. Nescafe was crap. The byproduct is a lot of methane and carbon dioxide, uh, and it's piped a short distance to run locomotive-sized generators. I'm not going to go into the rest of the uh, technicalities of it, but the interesting part is that Disney pays this company to take the waste and then pays the company for the electricity that's generated. Kind of seems a little... What? The company's making some money, right? This company's making money. Yeah. It just seems weird that they're charging on both But look what they got to deal with. Crap. This is the job that they've, this is the, the company they've decided to set up. They have 40 plants across the nation. I mean, it's, I think it's great. I think it's great that they're doing it. No, it is. It is. In, environmentally, yes. yeah, it's very, it's very sound. It just, I don't, cool. you know, I don't want to hear how the sausage is made. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um <laughs> Or what happens to it when it's done? People are not making it back into food again. No, right. yeah, like really, it's green. right? It's not people. Know. Soil and green. Know. It's people. Soil and green is people. It's people. <laughs> All those people I, that couldn't afford the tickets. Or... That's right. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> no, it is very interesting. Very fascinating. I'm wrapped in attention. I think it's interesting what you find interesting. Do you? <laughs> I think it's interesting that they turn it into gas, which you know Teresa does naturally. <laughs> What? I don't Come know what people. it's your easy target today. Sorry. I'm telling you, right. throwing stuff at That'll you. do it for the news. All right. Thank you, John. Uh, before we move on to Rapid Fire, uh, on our Facebook page this past week, we uh, put up a photo and asked our, our fans to write a caption for it. And uh, some funny stuff was, uh, oh, was shared with us. And uh, for those who are listening and not watching, uh, the photo... Uh, is uh, taken at the China Pavilion in Epcot. It shows a man wearing a white sequin jumpsuit with a terribly inappropriate plunging neckline (laughs) carrying a large flag as a bevy of young girls who are supposedly all 18 but look like they're about 9 
uh, follow behind. They are walking out of the backstage area, heading to the main courtyard to do the acrobatic show where human bodies are contorted into positions that defy the laws of science or reason. Um, we picked a few captions that we thought we would share with you. Um, starting out with one from William H. from Tennessee. <clears throat> Boy, that Festival of Fantasy Parade sure was a letdown. <laughs> um, Scott T. from Virginia. The girls were happy to see that his pants had no back. Oh. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, you found that one funny. I felt it gross. <laughs> okay, um, Scott. Caroline M. from Georgia. Who knew huge belt buckles and white bedazzled unitards were my thing? And Richard Bunt from Alabama. The Asian tour groups have arrived, and their flag is better than oh the South American. Oh, my. Some of these are a little... Oh, no, they're not. Looks like um, the Martian, Martian group for Sochi Olympics. Well, we got a lot of Sochi uh, jokes in there. Um, but if you want to see all the captions, head out to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash disunplugged, and uh, you can see the other captions. And uh, we have another one that we're going to be putting up. Do uh, you want to show everybody what it is, Dustin? That's from, uh, this is a photo from the uh, Spirit of Aloha dinner show at the Polynesian. It's and like so uh, we uh, have a picture there. If, you'd like to, if you're listening and would like to see it, you can find it on our Facebook page, Disunplugged. And uh, we'll read the captions. We'll read some, uh, some, some captions from that on next week's show. And no, I'm not giving away prizes for captions, okay? They, were, they, were, they already started asking. I like it. You got give it away. Stop in the name of love thing going on. Don't no, ask. No. Stop it. All right. That will do it for that. We're going to move on to rapid fire. And actually, I am going to start this one because uh, I had. Uh, uh, I'm getting ready to do. Uh, I, I ordered all the uh, Joffrey's coffee that they're selling now with the Walt Disney Parks coffee collection. I'm going to do a little, a little review on that. Um, but while I was. Uh, going through their site, I found that uh, if you fill out this like really short like two, three question little survey that they're taking about, uh, you know, kind of get people's idea of what kind of rewards program people would like, you take five seconds to do this, give them your email address, they send you a code for 20% off, and that applies to that Disney coffee, and that actually is pretty good because the coffee is ranging between twelve ninety five a pound and fourteen ninety five a pound. So you save a couple bucks off of it, and I don't know how long they're going to be doing it. So I didn't want to wait till I did my review to mention this. Um, so just head out to Joffrey's Coffee, uh, Joffrey's.com, and uh, I think we'll have a link directly to the uh, directly to the survey. Okay. On the show notes page, uh, disunplug.com, and fill that out, and they'll right away they'll send you a little code you can use. Go in, buy the coffee you like. They've got some really nice. Uh, you know, some all nice blends, loose, it looks like. All loose stuff? Any Keurig stuff? Any no, products? no. It's all, uh, you can either have it uh, done uh, whole bean ground or French press. Do you know what coffee snubs we are? We went to Las Vegas before our backstage magic, and we bought a full-size Keurig in Las Vegas. We took it to California <laughs> with us. We took it to Anaheim with us, and we brought it back on the plane. Good, good for you. It was very Grapes of Wrath. It was. Talk about like the, the Beverly Hillbillies. I didn't realize great in Grapes of Wrath they had carrots. Oh, no, we were walking around with our box, our Box from the box. store. All we needed was a rocker on top of the car. <laughs> this is everything I own. Um, we do that too. When we well, when we go to my town in Louisiana, because my parents don't drink coffee. They don't even own a coffee maker. Wow. So, <laughs> where we bring all our little stuff? Wow. Yeah. 
Cool. <laughs> yes. All right. Crazy. Thank you, me. John. <laughs> thank you, me. All right. Um, the website, jaunted.com. Now, I want to correct you on this. Actually, we had it up before Jaunted did. We? did. Yes. I had it on the Facebook page. Your phone. Um, <laughs> all right. You phone. So there's a report out there that AT&T <laughs> is working behind the scenes to improve their cellular networks at both Disneyland in California and the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. They're saying that the company has introduced a whole bunch of small cells to boost signal and reception in and around the parks. Uh, and all, there are 350 small cells, 25 distributed antenna systems, and 40, 40 repeaters across both parks. Um, so this is going to be faster, better connections, supposedly. Yeah. I had a problem at Walt Disney World with my phone. No, really, you know, AT&T wasn't bad. Um, I have had problems with Verizon a few other services. But, yeah, right after last week's show, um, I got an email from uh, the PR firm for AT&T. Who? Uh, telling me all, you know, telling all about this. And we posted it on, on Facebook and a link to the video. They did a whole video with Disney about it. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm going to be on, on on property over the next week, so I want to test it out and see how uh, see how good it is. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was, I thought that was pretty cool. Can you get a, Can you talk to them into figuring out a way to make them not look like fake trees, like big teal like trees those? in the middle of teal nowhere? Teal trees. Did you ever seen the pretty. big cell phone towers that yeah, are faked like big, out by trees? No, I've never. S- Really? You've never You've noticed never the way they train camouflage them? Go on property and look for the 300 foot tall tree. <laughs> That's literally teal green. It's it teal green. It's beautiful. It's aqua. I'm not that observant. <laughs> they were out in California, though, too. So, Oh, really? Yeah. And they would, like, stick. You know, like, when you used to put your Christmas tree together, if you had a fake tree, they weren't, like, one all one unit. You stuck the branches in. They've used those branches that we used to use on our Christmas tree to hide the cell phone tower. Did you guys know this? Yeah, there's one uh, particularly obvious one at the Animal Kingdom. Right. um, Because you can see, when you're looking at the Animal Kingdom, obviously the Tree of Life is very vibrant and teal Mm. compared to the other trees around. And then there's another... Like you said, a hundred foot tree towering above the others. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lovely shade of turquoise. How did I? How did I never well, see you have this? To, in the parking lot, look at the landscape. It's the only thing that's a hundred feet everything else. <laughs> have you ever noticed the one on Castaway Key? No, there's one I've on Castaway Key. Yeah. It's like three hundred feet tall. Yeah. A three hundred foot palm tree. It's like, dang, that's a large tree. That's right. <laughs> no, it I doesn't just, wave in the wind. I don't look at trees. You know, I don't look at trees. It's kind of sad. It makes me sad. I'm like, I'm walking around going, what's going to entertain me next? The <laughs> Not a tree. Lot. Look at the trees. You look should be entertained trees. walking in. Okay. I'll have to. Uh, it's a lovely shade. I'll have to check it out. I, yeah. I want to know. Does Did anybody else miss this? Or am I the only one? <laughs> I'm, I have just never noticed it. I never... I never even really thought about where they were putting these cell towers. I guess it makes sense. Well, now that you've seen, when you go see one, now you're going to know, oh my gosh, they're everywhere. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, what they were talking about here, though, was that um, they're putting uh, putting boosters and repeaters inside (sighs) buildings. So that, you know, uh, and like in the Utilidors, so cast members have, you know, good reception. Yeah, some of the buildings at Disney are, but, you know, my feeling is I shouldn't, you know, I wanted to text in Haunted Mansion. I want it, I want it in Spaceship Earth so I can make phone well, calls. Well, I know anyone in Publix, please. 
Oh my yeah, gosh, the oh back no, corner Publix. by the milk. Pu- oh no, no, as soon as I walk in the exactly. front door. Exactly. Oh no, no, our it's Publix. The, our no. Publix. Your Publix. <laughs> Excuse me, ours is fine. I can do it for I lose time. it. I lose it by the time I hit the deli counter. Corey calls me and like to say, maybe I forgot, you know, if I was, I'm make sure you get this. I can't talk to him. I have no, to go to the front well, of the especially, store. Well, especially if I'm trying to look up a recipe while I'm shopping, mm-hmm. I got to run to the front of the store. You look like a crazy person running off. I'm good till aisle six at nine and then it's just For a long time, Celebration Town Tavern was the black hole for AT&T. That seems to have been corrected a little bit. As soon as you walked through the door, it was like you were in 1965. <laughs> Can I ask a question about uh, some of the cell phone services? In, in Disney, all the buildings, like just above like door height, along the ledges of the ceilings and the roofs, there's little little antenna wires coming up like every couple feet. Does anybody... I've Keep heard, the birds away. Birds. I think it's more for birds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's either birds or for... Um, aliens. Uh, yes, Teresa, it's for aliens. <laughs> um, for uh, um, their uh, 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 lightning... Uh, lightning, oh, rods? lightning rods? Yeah, yeah. yeah lightning things. Yeah. So that if, if lightning if hits small, the building, yes, it, is it to keep conducts birds it down into the conducts it down into the ground. Okay, I, it's either one or the other. Get ready, because mine's really short. All right, Kevin. March twenty seventh, the psychedelic furs are going to be at Velvet Sessions. You can buy a twenty nine dollar ticket online, a thirty five dollar ticket at the door, or a VIP ticket available online only. Cool. I'm out. Okay. Do you know who I the psychedelic furs are? I've yeah, never sure heard do. Of okay. I mean, like, do you? I couldn't hum a song. Mm-hmm. I could. No. You don't. I'm sorry. You're too you young. Hum a song? Well, I can't hum it, but I <laughs> love my way it? was their big it. song. I remember. Okay. I think it was from one of the soundtracks from the '80s movies. <laughs> one of those. Bachelor. No, something. more like um, Pretty Sixteen Candles or something like that. Or okay, if you're a psychedelic furs fan, March 27th. Cool. Thank you, Kevin. Teresa. April 22nd, 2014, Party for the Planet at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Hmm. Celebrate Earth Day at Disney's Animal Kingdom with special activities and educational opportunities. The park is also celebrating the release of Disney Nature's newest film, Bears, which hits theaters April 18th. The new film will follow a bear family for a year while their two young cubs learn about life and the world around them. Earth Day will also be celebrated at Epcot, focusing on marine animals at the Seas Pavilion. Earth Day. We ce- you celebrate, John? I do. I think they're going to run out of those. Day. I think those Disney nature movies are going to run out of subjects pretty soon. It's going to be like slugs. <laughs> I'd watch that. You'd watch slugs. If they pour salt on them. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. Powerpuff Girls Whoa. episode, they did that. They killed this giant slug. Thing. My brothers and I used Beer to do can that. do that, too. Well, I'm just waiting for, at, at Rafiki's Planet Watch, the, the train that goes out there, they have these big posters. And for, I would say, about three years, they had, uh, coming next summer, uh, Disney's uh, Big Cats, or whatever that movie was, the Cheetahs and the Lions. Big Cats. It was up for three years. So Bears is going to be up there for another three years, I think, now. You look all excited about that. that. Oh, yeah, that's kind of yeah. scaring me. All right. Thank you, Teresa. Jules? All right. The mighty St. Patrick's Day Festival is going to be taking place March 7th through the 17th at Downtown Disney. Um, I'm just going to mention something. I'm not going to talk about the dates these different bands are going to be there. You can check it out on the show notes page from the link. But um, a YouTube tribute band, Elevation, um, We Banjo 3. That's a very interesting name. It's a combination of Irish sounds and old-time American bluegrass. I like it. I yeah, like I like the banjo. Like that, yeah. um, $3 band is folk music. Goatsy. I don't, I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's an Irish name. It's a five-piece band that plays Irish melodies. The Raglan Rebels, that's the house band at Raglan Road. And they're there daily, anyway. Um, the Brazen Heads, 
This is a duo, and they play traditional Irish and modern music, and they're also at Raglan Road Daily. And then uh, Creel is another Raglan Road house band, and then the West Coast Trio. They are from Ireland's West Coast. Um, accordions, flutes, and whistles. Music's different on the West Coast. <laughs> are these Apparently. all going to be at Raglan Road, or are they going to be at the um, stage? You know? Well, so it doesn't doesn't say. That's what I didn't understand. All on that tiny little stage. Yeah, I know. I don't um, think but, the stage is there anymore, is it? The one at Downtown Disney? Yeah, they made it. Didn't they make it better? Didn't they expand it out over the water? Uh, guys, I'm looking at you. Uh, <laughs> I've guys who never go to the seen a stage over the water, but at Downtown Disney, outside of uh, World of Disney, I know they've been doing work oh. on it. Oh, that one's still there, but you're probably uh, yeah. No, this is, is over by Raglan Roadside. Okay, yeah, there's like a little center area where they yeah. yeah. And they're gonna have um, Raglan Road dancers. They'll be dancing all over downtown Disney and 15-minute pop-up performances, people. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> so they could just, like, jump out of the woodworks and scare the crap out of you. <laughs> um, and they'll have Irish dance workshops. They're going to be taught by Rona McCormick and the Raglan Road Dancers on 315 through 317. Oh, John, you need to go learn that. I, I think that sounds kind of fun. We need to go learn how to river dance. And then each uh, of these restaurants will be featuring... Um, a different beverage and food item. So Raglan Road, of course. Paradiso, 37, Planet Hollywood, Bongos, T-Rex, Portobello, Fulton's Crab House, Wilking Puck Cafe. And there will be food trucks as well as um, the 43rd Street place. Oh. It's so gross. <laughs> sounds like fun. Um, but everything else sounds like fun to me, yeah. <laughs> I like that they're doing embracing more of the food truck stuff down there. And I yeah, also like they're embracing absolutely. this for a whole week and like trying to make it sort of a festival atmosphere, which in my opinion that's what downtown Disney should be. Not just you know if they're if it's not going to I don't want to be just shopping I and agree. just restaurants. I agree. Let's get some liveliness going. Exactly. Nice it's in a California place. does all the right, time. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Every night. Every Seems night. Like, Do you know I have still yet to eat at a food truck? Ever? Ever in my life. I don't think I've ever eaten. There's it's a weird one over by my house. You should come try it. What's that? There's a weird one over by my house. You should come try it. There's Actually, always people Tonight there. in the Milk always. District over behind T.G. Lee, they have a huge food truck thing every Tuesday night. Do they really call that the Milk District? Yes. Yes. T.G. Lee. Oh. Uh, hello. There's a giant there are like dairy. big milk dairy. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know that was the official That is what it's, it's called. It's the official for. Orlando name. <laughs> okay. Cool. No, I just like to make things up and then try to pass them off as <laughs> my own. District. This is the cheese. Yeah, that's just never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's just never going to happen. Stop trying. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Julie. Dustin. Yes, I have some very exciting news. Uh, we have been talking a lot lately about the new Festival of Fantasy Parade that is going to be uh, coming to the Magic Kingdom to replace um, their uh, previous daytime parade. And uh, it will be debuting on March 9th. And... Um, that's when it's going to debut, and hopefully we'll be able to... <laughs> <laughs> and then that will happen. You know, um, so I, I'm just excited that uh, that's going to finally be debuting. We saw a lot of really cool uh, information about that uh, when we were at the press event. If you guys want to check it out, uh, uh, Sean did a great blog about um, the Festival of Fantasy Parade. We have a video with all the co- uh, costumes. Amazing pictures you took yeah. on, oh, that, you. on that blog. Really phenomenal job of the cool pictures. Event. You know who's really excited about it? The people in Disneyland. The cast members in Disneyland said they can't believe how great that parade looks. I, I was, you know, I, I you know, I, I just kind of thought it was going to be another Recycle the Magic. Yeah. And then when these guys went and covered it and sh- I saw the video, I'm like, oh, my God. No, I have to this see is... the parade to make sure that mirrored castle thing isn't in it. Then I'll be <laughs> We did a... No, this really looks amazing. This really looks fantastic. We walk through Imagineering as you do on... Uh, on the backstage magic and they had they were playing film from moving the floats of this parade 
from the backstage to the onstage areas. It was really interesting. Cool. Were they playing Benny Hill music when they did it? (laughs) (laughs) It was silent. All right. Thank you, Dustin. Jonathan? Uh, Before I do mine, I I apologize, Craig, but the people in chat said that you can see one of the cell phone towers in the uh, Tree of Life photo from the Animal Kingdom slide. So can we go back to that? Oh, yes, I can absolutely do that. There it is. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that's from that perspective. When you come into the parking lot. For the people who are are listening, let's make sure we put that picture someplace on the show notes page. Absolutely. And highlight the... the mutant palm tree in the background. You also oh my have God. to understand that from that perspective, it looks to be about the same height as the Tree of Life. No. Yeah, it's much bigger. It's much taller. And it's like ramrod straight. It's a telephone pole. <laughs> with, with leaves and it's out. Right, with fronds. It's huge. All right, so anyway, um, just in time for uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day, Raglan Road is having two events for Tables in Wonderland. Um, the first is on March 12th, and it's a modern Irish food luncheon demonstration uh, for $49.94. Um, the chef, uh, Kevin Dundon, is actually, he has a new cookbook coming out called Modern Irish Food. And so that you get like a That's convenient. Well, I'm sorry? That's convenient. It is convenient for, uh, <laughs> for him to sell his cookbook. A little self-serving. Um, but you get like multiple courses and each one comes with a wine so it looks like a good deal I think for 50 bucks mm-hmm. um, and then the next day on the 13th there's one unveiling of the Raglan Road cookbook signature dinner so this is more fancy it's $115 at 6.30pm uh, and you get five courses and again you get a wine with each one so this is expensive it's very expensive yeah <laughs> the wine and what were the dates on that again March 12th and 13th okay so it's right in that lead up to uh, St. Yeah. Patrick's Day so that fits in pretty good but the food looks really good and I love that restaurant anyway so mm. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Sean. Gregory? So, uh, a lot of new changes coming to Star Wars Weekends this year. Uh, the first one is that um, they're adding on a fifth weekend. Normally it's just four, but they're adding on a fifth weekend, uh, June 13th to the 15th, kind of in a similar suit to what uh, happened with the, not the Flower and Garden, Food and Wine, Food and Wine. Food and Wine mm-hmm. Festival. Yeah, so I guess Disney needs to make more money, so they're no. I think they need to. I, I, I think they need to be able to uh, accommodate more people. The, I mean, Star Wars weekends are insane. I mean, they packed. pack that park. Yeah, and you know, and look, why? Why not? Why not expand it out? Uh, it does well for Disney. The fans love it. I'm as trying. long as you can keep filling the park, why stop? Exactly. And they've realized that these special event, special events from Star Wars to Food and Wine to all the other stuff. Uh, oh, guys, oh, you okay? Oh, yep. Oh, computer. Computer just got these coffee on it. special events are what really bring in the extra traffic. You know, people know go just for these special, you know, parties and things. <laughs> Sorry, we all just know. had a little heart attack here. <laughs> just want to let you know, I've kept my composure and kept going. <laughs> I did. Wasn't All I could phase. think of was, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> Thank goodness it wasn't Teresa. I violated my own rule by Not no open, hot. no yep. open coffee cups at the table, and I just spilled coffee on my computer. Um, well, which is still working. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Here comes Kevin. All right, you can day. take the you can take the screen off of me now. Uh, okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, uh, other changes, including the uh, the hyperspace hoopla, the kind of the event that closes off the night every year, that is going away. Everyone's very upset about. Yeah, this. it's caused a lot of uproar. Um, I mean, I always watched it. I hated it. I don't like a lot of the songs that they play, and it's just Star Wars characters dancing. 
but have you ever seen it, Teresa? You look confused. I like it. Yeah, me neither. I have no idea. It's like a dance party. Go to Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, Hyperspace Hoopla started in 2010 out at where they do the Jedi Training Academy now. Mm-hmm. Did I say 1910? No, you said no. 2010, but I was thinking. <laughs> 1910. <laughs> Back in the ye olde days. Um, <laughs> the first movie was released, wasn't it? <laughs> Galaxy. Yeah. Far, far away. Long time ago. I love Star Wars. Um, but no, so then they moved it out into the big front stage where the hat is, and um, it's just terrible. Well, they do like current songs, so they take like Gangnam Style or well, the Harlem Star Wars Shake. style, like that? Not right. just that, but then like they well, have... Well, hope not just like that. They have that's Chewbacca they, if That's what out. it was like. That's why they're stopping it. <laughs> it's Well, no, it's it's really like that. And, like, <laughs> Chewbacca comes out wearing a bandana and like dances around to Guns N' Roses oh. and... It, it, okay, then it's a good thing that it stopped. I was just going to say, now I want to go. Well, oh, yeah. it's, if you don't want to go, you can watch last year's on the uh, Star Wars Weekend's event page. Because the live stream that I did from that is still on that page, um, so that's going away. But what's the, replacing it? The um, <laughs> on the May the Fourth Be With You event that they had last year, they had the Symphony in the Stars uh, fireworks show that mm-hmm. will be replacing it mm-hmm. every day. That Star is it Wars Weekend really May the Fourth Be With You. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was that thing. was the event last year. And but then there's the a fifth one or something. They sell yeah, T-shirts right. that say that May the Fourth yeah. and May the Fifth. Yeah, well, it's uh, Revenge of the Fifth. Right. And may the fourth be with you. Oh, <laughs> like God. Well, this is too punny. So. I'm just trying to remember the timing of what happened last year. Um, fourth comes before fifth. Well, thank you, Teresa. <laughs> Are you taking drugs again this weekend? I'm good. I think Julie's taking them today. Did, was the Star Wars weekend that happened in 2013, had, had they already acquired Lucasfilm or not? I'm trying to remember. No, I think it was that. No, I think they did. I couldn't care less. So, <laughs> so I'm just trying to wonder, uh, or I'm just trying to figure out if... You're trying to wonder? I'm trying to wonder if uh, any of that will influence the upcoming Star Wars weekends, maybe secret things. We don't know any announcements, maybe, that we don't know. Uh, let's keep our eye out. Uh, out for us. Avoid uh, the parks, that park at all costs yeah. during Star Wars weekends. If well, if you're, not going, if you're not going specifically for Star Wars weekends, that's not yes, a terrible exactly idea. Right. Just to avoid Hollywood Studios altogether. There's lots of people wearing fun. big brown robes in really hot weather. Kathy, <laughs> Kathy made his little little uh, Princess Leia buns we wore around on our honey heads buns. and we were over you there. had bees following you around because you had honey buns yeah. in your hair. One of my, you know, one of the one of the favorite my favorite videos that we ever did uh, was the one we did with Bob at Star Wars Weekends. Uh, That's the only Star Wars weekend I ever attended, and uh, that was a lot. That was a lot of fun putting that. We had we. I don't think that's on the current YouTube channel. I think it's on the the old Dis Unplugged channel. The Dis Unplugged channel. channel. Maybe. We got to put a link up to that so people can see it. Okay. I mean, it, Star Wars weekends looks entirely different now than it did, you know, back then. But um, it was really it was really fun. I really enjoy the portion where uh, he just goes up to the characters and they just walk right past him. Yeah. <laughs> they ignore him. <laughs> Or him, him, him riding the parade route in his scooter. I called it the scary guy parade. Or the creepy guy parade. He's just like up and down that main drag and around the loop in the scooter. People looking at him like... Didn't he have a lightsaber? Yep. He did. He had a lightsaber out. Um, <laughs> was, that's a funny video. That's a funny video. It brings back great memories. So we have to put a link to that. Yeah, we can do that. On the show notes page. Hmm. All right. Is that it, Craig? Yeah, I'm. Nothing else. I'm excited about the fireworks. Yeah, you could tell. It shows. So, yeah, yeah, you can see you. Craig's excitement. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> it's going to be very similar to like the villains' fireworks that 
happened during that terrible villains event that Sean and I voluntarily went to, where <laughs> I walked from Pop Century to Hollywood Studios. So, so they, yeah, you couldn't. I yeah. mean, everything was jammed. Yeah, yeah, but fireworks are going to be a good, good addition. We but went to a fireworks Wars, right? at the so studios yeah. one time because they had closed something because the president was visiting, so they had a special fireworks at Hollywood Studios. They were spectacular. Hmm. I think it was over July 4th weekend or something like that. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Thank you, Craig. That'll do it for Rapid Fire. And before we close our show for this week, we do have our new poll question for the next week. Based on your experience or what you've learned so far, do you think FastPass Plus will make your experience in the parks better, worse, or have no impact? Head over to the Diz Unplugged Facebook page and cast your vote. We will take votes until 12 noon Eastern Time next Monday, March 3rd, and announce the winner uh, at random on next week's show. And the winner will receive a $50 Disney gift card courtesy of the Diz Unplugged. Well, just based on what I'm seeing on the boards and and just on the Internet in general, I have a feeling of what kind of the results are going to look like coming in. Well, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that same, you know, we're seeing a lot of threads on the boards talking about, I'm never going back. This is too much. This is, and but then you also have those threads where we love this. Um, and then they, like, the different threads fight with each other <laughs> um, because it's the boards and that's what we do. <clears throat> so I thought, you know, that would make a good poll since that seems to be the, the big question. A lot of people, you know, and we, we've seen this happen over the years where, you know, Information comes out, something new happens. People haven't experienced it yet, and they they, they judge it, and they get they work themselves up into a tizzy. So you've got these people that you know are just worked up, saying, "I'm never going back." They haven't even tried it. So I'm wondering, you know, are there you know are there people out there who are in that in that boat, saying that you know I'm not even going to go back or try it. Uh, that you're going to judge it based on, you know, what you're seeing on the boards and what you're seeing and reading online. Or if you have experienced it, what did you think of it? Um, so that's why we worded it that way, that, you know, based on your experience or what you've heard, what kind of impact do you think FastPass Plus is going to have on your vacation experience? Good question. It is. I think so. I came up with it. Did you? I thought you did. Yeah. So, All right. That will do it for our show this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for joining us. And for those who are live with us, stay tuned. Our next segment coming up, discounts and saving money at Walt Disney World. Take care, everybody. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good week. Have a good week.